Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Hey y'all, this is your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up Podcast, and I'm so excited to have you Listen on this amazing episode with Edward Griffin. Let me introduce who he is. Edward Griffin is a native of Chicago, Illinois. He's a serial entrepreneur and a corporate trainer with a tremendous amount of drive to succeed. Edward has always had the bigger picture in mind, which has led him to a career and a life dedicated to helping create opportunities for others and giving back to his community. He has been a business owner for over 13 years, and he is also a member of Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. Edward has worked in the entertainment industry for over 20 years with positions in marketing, branding, sales, sponsorship and promotion for iHeartRadio, The Source Magazine, Alan Iverson's Round Ball Classic, and more. In the midst of all this, he was also running his own multimedia company, Hip Hop You See It. With his out-of-the-box thinking and experience, he has become one of the finest minds in marketing and branding in the entertainment business. This landed him as the VP of Marketing at Belton Ideas for ABC's two-time Emmy Award-winning video editor, Lamont Belton. With each endeavor, the talented entrepreneur has taken the opportunity to further build a lasting brand and a legacy that pays homage to the media moguls and community leaders that have become before him. With so many business ventures to name under his belt, including being a member of the Forbes of Culture, Edward is always looking ahead to make a success of the next thing. So I introduce to you all Edward Griffin. Hello, Edward. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm so excited to have you on here on Purposely Bossing Up, where we help our listeners unveil their inner boss, not just in business, but also in life. So yeah, sure. this going to be a good conversation. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. So I always start off my podcast asking my guests, what is your definition or your meaning of purpose? Hmm. So, so I think uh, your purpose is your why. I think it's what God put us on earth for. I think it's our reason for being here. And I think once we find out what we're here for, we can navigate life a whole lot better. So I think, again, purpose for me is your why. So kind of figuring out what we're doing here on earth not we're not just here to just have fun and just kick it, but we're here to make our mark. So for me, that's what purpose is. Yes, that that's a good way to sum it up. Not too long, not too short. You know, I always say it's definitely your why. You know, what are you super passionate about? What makes you happy? Because you know, if you're not happy, you're not living no good life. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree. You know, there's a lot of miserable people out here. You know, and I'm yeah. not trying to be one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> So if you can describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Um, that's tough. I say passionate because I do so many different things. I've been this way my whole life. I'm very passionate about, I guess, I, you know, it's one word, but pa- I'm very passionate about what I do. So everything I do is intentional, right? So it's not like I'm choosing something that is a fad or a phase. I'm choosing something that I'm very passionate about. It's something that I have vision for. I understand what it is and why I'm doing it. So I definitely have to say I'm passionate, but I guess my second word would be driven. Yeah. Mm, but I'm glad you mentioned um, being passionate, but then also you 
put in being intentional. You know, yeah. we have to, if we're creating something like, let's say a business or a brand, it has to have purpose to it. We're not just out here doing things because, oh, my friend Kiki decided she wanted to sell yeah. here. So I want to sell here. You know, you have to be intentional with the way you do things, your strategies, yeah. your methods, everything, even involving the people, the certain people you want involved with you building such a legacy, like you said, yeah. um, for future generations, you know? So it's, it's very important to be intentional and being super passionate about it. Oh, absolutely. I agree with yes. that. Yes, 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 yes. So can you tell our listeners about E. Griffin Enterprises? Like what, what was the vision behind that? And, um, excellent, you know, tell them your services and all that good stuff. It's almost like the shameless plug, but still with a backstory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's a ton of stuff, but um, E. Griffin Enterprises came about two years ago. Um, and prior to that, so what happened is, I started my first company in 2006, officially, right? So every year what I found myself doing was starting a new brand because I believe in showing growth. And it wasn't like I was doing it on purpose. I just so happened to be starting a new company every single year or new, a new product or service I started doing every single year. So um, my company is Hip Hop You See It. And so at first I had Hip Hop You See LLC. And what I found is that, you know, attaching hip hop to everything people aren't as current. Um, so it could either hurt or you have to just do too much too much explaining. So when I started thinking about legacy and thinking about things I can create for future generations, I wanted to create something where I can house all of my products and services in my companies. And so I created eGriffin Enterprises. So that's the umbrella for all of my companies. So and that ranges from, you know, now the skincare company, um, the multimedia company. I run a marketing brand and a PR firm um, that does really well. And I created that because I had so many clients and I was working with them, I wanted to have a home for them as well. So there's so many different things that I do. Um, it's, it's just a lot to have to explain. But what I love doing is that E. Griffin Enterprises is a home where we create companies, products, or services with the need to help the people in the community in some way. So no matter what my product or service is, whether it be my sneaker company or my fashion company, or even my um, HIV and AIDS organization, even with those things, Everything that I do, the intention is to make sure that we give back to the community in some form or fashion. And that's always my purpose. No matter what I do, you can bet that we're going to give back in some way. Yes, I love it. It's always good to have that umbrella and yeah. then, um, you know, some brands under there. Because I know when I originally started, when I left my full-time job in corporate life, I left for my passion of event planning. And I was doing yeah. event planning. And then I decided, I was like, oh, well, you know, event planning is good. But then I found my niche. And it's so important yeah. for people to find your niche. Because if not, you'll be doing a whole bunch of things that you really honestly don't want to do. Yeah. But then you don't even allow yourself to grow. So if you pick something that you're really good at and then um, build on that, you learn other things. Oh, so from there, you know, I started my, um, I guess you can call it uh, self-awareness, self-care, um, loving the skin that you're in type empowerment brand um, called I Am Posh, Pushing Obstacles and Still Hustling. And awesome. it was just like, you know, you had the build up on that. And then I was like, oh, OK, I could do some coaching, some consulting. Yeah. And then I just had this aha moment, like, you know what, I'm just going to just do a lot of branding because I love branding. I love yeah you know, being in that environment where I can help individuals bring their visions to life. But of Thanks. course, like you said, you have to be serious about what you want to do. We're not out here wasting no time, no money, because people understand when you're building businesses, you have to invest, whether it's time or funds. And it's like, you can't get these things back. You know, sometimes, you know, it takes five and six years for you to even get back all the money you invested when you first Absolutely. started. Absolutely. Yeah, so, I tell people 
I tell people all the time that um, um, like overnight success is seven years. Mm-hmm. We assume that when we see it, it just happened. Like it's a lot of work that goes into it. And it's one of those things where you got to make sure that if it's something you set out to do, you definitely got to be passionate about. I didn't set out to be a serial entrepreneur. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell people don't set out to be a serial entrepreneur because you have to have a foundation. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had one thing that kind of led to other things because I found myself being in a position where I was good at things and it ended up working. But you just can't set out to be a serial entrepreneur just for the sake of being one. I agree. It's, yeah. it, it gets it gets um, overwhelming, guys. Yeah. It gets overwhelming. It's a lot. Yeah. It is a lot to, you know, some people have a hard time just managing one business or one brand. So imagine having several of them, you know. I agree. It's a lot of work. So what do you feel was maybe your biggest challenge to get where you are today? For me, I think my biggest challenge is having the support system. Not necessarily, you know, friends and family, they support, you know, in the sense that, oh, you know, you're doing a good job and blah, blah, blah. But um, what I tell people when you start a company at first, one of the things that we start to think about is if you depend on your friends and family to support you, to buy your products, to do all your services, to do all these things, you're going to be disappointed because what you find is that people that you don't even know will support you a lot more than the people that you know will. So you have to set out to make sure that... um everything that you're intending to do, that you are in a position where you're doing it because, again, you're passionate about it. It's your calling. It's something that you want to do. But I think for me, the toughest thing for me was trying to figure out how to garner support. And then once I realized that I'm doing it because I want to do it and it's going to be successful no matter what, I said to myself, this is, I'm doing it because I want to do it. And so I think my biggest challenge is one thing being the support and just figuring out how to make things work right? How to make things coexist. Because like you said, when you're doing one or two different things, it can become overwhelming. You have to be super passionate about it because if you're not, it's just not going to work. Because what you'll find is that when you start something, for me, there's always a lot of copycats. So you'll do something, somebody close to you will do it. But what I tell people is that don't be concerned about what another person is doing because what happens is they're not passionate about it. So they'll stop. Just give them time. So you got to have, you got to kind of have to have you know, stern focus on what you're doing and kind of go down the path of success that you want to get to. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The copycat. They out here. Yeah. Yeah. They out here. They watching. These are the ones who either are always claiming that they're in your corner or the ones who, you know, be trolling on social media. They don't like nothing. They just looking at all the stuff yeah. you're doing. They checking out your IG stories, probably screenshotting them and everything. I don't know yeah. y'all, but they out yeah. here. <laughs> they are really out here. And I tell people all the time, like, the blueprint is different for everybody, Absolutely. for everybody. Like Absolutely. we can, I don't care. Is enough room, of course, at the table for all of us to eat. But even if it's you and a friend who do the same thing, it's different services, I'm sure, that y'all probably offer that are not the same, which yeah. makes y'all different from each other. So people have to understand, like, you can't be just like somebody else because somebody else did it and they close to you. So you figure it's supposed to happen to you, too. No, it don't happen like that. You only set yourself up for failure when you put yourself in that kind of mindset. I agree. I agree with that. People are nuts. We can't (laughs) do with them. (laughs) So tell everybody about your new brand, Melanin 60 Skincare. All right. So um, Melanin 60 Skincare is about a couple of years in the making, but for so many years uh, growing up, I had really sensitive skin. So I wanted to create a bunch of different things. But what I did when I was younger is I used a lot of products that had no chemicals because I couldn't use it. Um, So for me, I'm plant-based. I wanted to create a product that was vegan, 
um, that was clean and that was cruelty free. And so for me, what I did was a couple of years ago, what I found is that like, you have a family, right? So y'all go to the store for the mom, you go to the women's section for the, for the dad, you may go to the men's section. And then for the kids, you try to find whatever you can for the kids. So I wanted to create a skincare that was good for the entire family, right? That was mm-hmm. clean. Um, something that you couldn't, you can just get something that would be good for everybody. Um, and I wanted to create a line of products that made sense, right? That were all mm-hmm. clean and that were all, it, it was something that didn't have any chemicals. That was my biggest thing when I was creating with uh, my cosmetic chemist. And I was like, look, I want to make sure that what we're doing is going to be good for the black skin, good for the melanin skin, good for the darker skin tones. I want to make sure that, that people like me can benefit from the skincare because a lot of times we go to the store and we get stuff, we, you know, we're, we don't even know what's in the stuff. We just look at it and we're like, oh, this may work for me. But what you find is that you're doing a bunch of different, you have a bunch of different products and nothing's working. You don't know why, but it may be that one product in there, that one ingredient that's stopping your skincare from really moving forward. So for me, I wanted to create a product that was good for the entire family, something that was good for melanin skin, melanated skin. So yeah, that, that's pretty much where it came from. Yes, that's right. Because I got funny skin too sometimes yeah. and um I have a girlfriend here in Philly that you know hand makes all of her stuff and stuff and she you like was like okay T I need you to try you know maybe this will work da, da, da. and I've been using it since so I've been feeling all refreshed and new but I'm still going to purchase good. some of your stuff too <laughs> yeah you got something coming no worries yes but what I tell I'm people is that what's important it. is that yeah what I, what's important is that I tell people we try so many different things and and because you try so many different things you don't know what's working and what's not working. So you have to give, when you try something new, you have to give it whatever new products, whether you get them from a friend or in the store or whatever, give the products time to work. Yep, I agree. You have to, you have to use it for a certain amount of time, like you said, in order to realize that, is it working or is it not working? You have to um, let the products you know, be on your skin for at least, I don't know, sometimes it might take a month, sometimes it may two weeks to see, you know, to start seeing differences and stuff like that. So that's very important. Yeah, so I wanted to create a product. Mm -hmm. No, I was just going to say, I wanted to create a product that Black men were comfortable with, right? So because a lot of times the focus is always on women's skin and, and sometimes we feel like I can just go wash up, put some lotion on my face and I'm good. But many times you're not. And so I wanted to create a product that's good for Black men. Yes. Shout out to the black men with good skin. <laughs> yes. I'm here for it. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is exciting. It's very exciting to see, you know, a black male come out with their own skincare line. Cause like you say, sometimes it's all about the women and you know, yeah. they don't, you know, men still put things on their face. They go to the barbers, you know, stuff yep. like that. And they're yep. supposed to have good skin too. You know, the yeah. water ain't going to always fix it. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited about it. And um I can't wait. This is this is this is super great. This is great. But let's talk about success. Sure. So tell the listeners what is your definition of success and what do you feel was maybe your biggest success and it can be personal or business related. Yeah, that's a that's a good question. When I when I think about success and I tell people this a lot of times, I look at because sometimes people confuse success and happiness, right? So I mm-hmm. like to tell people that, you know, success so happiness is a state of being, right? And then sometimes they can overlap. And success is something to be achieved. You know, you graduate school, that's success. You got a new car, that's the level of success. You got a new apartment, that's the level of success. Um, and so I think we have to be mindful of where our successes come from and be able to celebrate those small successes, right? Because mm-hmm. 
just because you achieve one idea of success doesn't mean that's your final. There's so many successes out there. Um, so I define success in the sense that success is something that to be achieved. And I think a lot of times when we're successful at things, it's because we, we've achieved something at a certain level. For me, I would say success, my biggest, biggest success would be, um, and that's a tough question, uh, a big success for me would probably be, I, I mean, I'd say Melanin 60. That's a huge success for me because there's so many products out in the market in such a crowded space. And for me to do the research, to take the time to really put together really good products, that was really important to me. And because and, there's so many things out there and the, and the market is so loud. Uh, for me to get the product out to the market was like the biggest thing. And so that was a really big success for me because that was a, all the companies I've started that was the first one where I had to put so much money up front. And mm -hmm. so it was a lot of work. It was a lot of planning. It was a lot of trial and error um, before we set to launch. And that was probably the biggest. I've had a, I had some great deal of success, thank God. But um, that was probably my biggest success to date because it took a lot more work uh, in the beginning. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, the, the hard work is going to pay off. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's it's just amazing when you can, you know, we can be out here giving out as many services as we want, but when you have a product, it's something different because it's something yep. that you really get to like physically touch, you get to um, experience it differently yep. and stuff like that. So that's what people are really going to appreciate when they get your product in your hands. So oh, sure. that's, that's amazing. That's super amazing. So I know you get busy sometimes and, you know, we can become overwhelmed with work. Mm -hmm. So... Can you tell our listeners, like, how do you pour back into it? Like, how do you practice self-love, self-care when you do or if you do, you know, because some people don't. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, and that's a good point because it's tough because you get so caught up in doing everything you're doing. Like me, I was like, you know, sometimes you you crave success or you crave accomplishing things. Um, and you have to, for me, I'm still learning, right? Mm -hmm. So I have to make sure, so I work out on a regular basis. I work out every day. Every Saturday, I'm in therapy. I don't miss it. Every Saturday I'm in there because for me, mental health is just as important. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm in there, you know, getting stuff off my chest, things that's going on in the media, whatever. It's just one of those things where I find myself, put myself in a position where I can now just speak what I'm feeling. Right. So, mm -hmm. again, working out, I love to read. And so I just try to find small things where I can just find some enjoyment. Yeah, there's, there's so much that I try to give back to myself. And it's, it's tough at times, but I have to take moments throughout the day, I steal moments throughout the day to make sure that I'm doing at least a little bit for myself. So I love to cook and I love, you know, just kind of organizing things. And those are things that that work for me. Yes, we might have to shut it up one day. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> we got to shut it up one day, but that's good. You know, like you said, you're still learning. You know, some people out here swear to be experts. We're like, mm -mm. no, like this is an ongoing journey, an ongoing process. You're going to keep learning more things about yourself because something that you were doing maybe when you were 25 may not even apply by the time you turn 30. Yep. So you have to continuously come up with different ways to help better yourself. And I love how you talked about mental health and yep. going to see a therapist. And that is so important, especially in a time that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really jacking our mental health up. You know, people who are working can't go into their office. You got to worry about being close contact with somebody because you might get COVID or it's just mm -hmm. a lot going on. And then, you know, you have parents at home teaching their kids and working from home all at the same yeah. time. Got to cook and clean and do a lot. You know, people are wearing a lot of hats. <laughs> Yeah. in 2020 you know yeah. so you know we have to make sure that we're okay you know and 
And there are a lot of free resources out there, guys. Everything doesn't have to cost a dollar. There are a lot of resources out here. I know like in Philly, we have a lot of resources in regards to just mental health, but I'm sure it's a nationwide. So people, please go on Google, ask somebody, whoever, and utilize these free services because it's so important. For sure. Yeah, you got to make yourself, got to have your mental right because you cannot be productive in business or in your personal life if your shit ain't together. Yeah, Black people, we got we to gotta stop feeling like we don't need it. We mm-hmm. need it. We, we experience so many different things that we don't realize are affecting us on a regular basis. And I think it's important that we get in there. Nobody cares about your business, right? They don't, nobody cares, but it's important that you get in there and you get what you need off your chest because that's mm-hmm. the most important thing. It's we so caught up in, oh, I don't want them knowing my business. Well, I mean, they don't, nobody cares. They don't even know you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you you rather confide in your grandma than go confide in a stranger who's not going to judge you on Absolutely. your thoughts or the ways that you want to do things and stuff like that. Come on, y'all. We have to do better as a culture. Yeah. We have to do better. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is a new question I've been asking um, maybe like since mid-season two. And the question is, if you can give younger Ed a piece of advice, what would you tell him? Oh, man, um, don't be so hard on yourself. I would say it, it's tough because we get so, I got so caught up in like trying to accomplish things and I forgot about like living life. And I would say enjoy the journey because, and I know we hear that a lot of times and it sounds cliche, but you find yourself accomplishing things. It's almost like you've eaten the best food in the world and you just swallow it. You don't even know how it tastes, mm-hmm. right? So you finally get to the point where you've accomplished something, but you don't even know how it felt to get there. So you don't really feel good about, oh, I got a new car, but you don't even know how you got it, right? right? And so again, I would tell my younger self to enjoy the journey and, and take those moments. And we talk about like smelling the flowers or smelling the roses as you go, but we have to find, like, enjoy the moment, chew your food a bit longer so you can taste it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the same thing with creating business or creating a company, you know, get one-on-one with your customers or the people you provide their service to, talk to them a bit more, um, get a bit more feedback. But I would tell my younger self, just enjoy the journey and not look so much at trying to accomplish things for the sake of accomplishing them. Yeah, that's a good piece of advice. So can you tell our listeners um, about maybe any projects or virtual events or anything like that that they can participate in? Yeah, so I have, yeah, so I have, um, well, just for Milla and the 60 Skincare, I have a uh, couple products, new products coming to the market um, pretty soon here for the the Christmas time. Um, I'm on sneaker company, Culture Shoes, and we have, we're launching our first line of kids shoes pretty soon, which is going to be pretty exciting. I'm excited about that. Uh, so we're going to launch those in December. Um, in addition to that, I wrote a book called The Power of Positive Thinking. Um, and I do a masterclass called The Power of Positive Thinking. And I do a ton of masterclasses all over the country. So I like doing virtual. I don't mind doing virtual, but I prefer to do them in person. Um, and so I'm doing like a mini tour coming up starting in, at the top of the year in January. So I'll be in uh, Atlanta, where I live, obviously, back home in Chicago. I'll be um, in Milwaukee, and in a couple other places, but I'll be doing a masterclass called The Power of Positive Thinking. And what that is, is getting people, a lot of times people don't, they don't understand that what we think shows up in the physical. So no matter what that stuff is, good, bad, or indifferent, it shows up in our life. And so we have to be in control of how we think. So those are some of the tips I give people. 
That's awesome. That's amazing. That's amazing. And how can everyone reach you on social media? So you can reach me anywhere across social media at H-I-P-H-O-P-U-C-I-T. That's at Hip Hop You See It. Um, And from there, you can find all my brands uh, from there. And in any way that you want to reach me, you can reach me through those uh, avenues. Awesome. So before you go, I always ask my guests to give my listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life. Yeah, so I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest boss you can be is being a kind person, right? So when you meet people, you come in contact with people, you do your part by doing three things, and that's being empathy, being empathetic, being compassionate, and being kind. Because if you're those three things, you don't have to worry about treating people a certain way. So I think more than running a business or, or creating a service or creating a product, be a kind person because you never know what a person is going through. We don't know what people are experiencing. So a smile goes a long way. A thank you goes a long way. Holding the door goes a long way. Buying somebody some food goes a long way, but just be a kind person, be compassionate and find some empathy, have empathy in everything that you do. Yeah. Yes, that is so true. That that is so true. That's why I mean, that's why I, I don't I came a long way. I used not being mean to people, <laughs> but I used to be like throwing shade so bad. And I'm like, you know what? You just never know sometimes, you know, what people, like you said, may be going through. You just don't know. That's why, you know, yeah. I always try to show up as the best version of myself. People know yeah. me. I'm not an evil person. I'm not ignorant, anything like that. I'm always kind, showing how happy I am, making sure that, you know, that energy rubs off. I'm real big on energy. Like, energy is transferable. Somebody can have the yeah. worst day in the world, but yeah. as soon as you step into the room, it's like sunshine. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? So, you know, be amazing and be awesome and be nice to people. Not yep. saying you got to be Joe, but, you know, like, just be nice to people. I mean, treat people the way you would want to be treated. And I hope Absolutely. it's not like trash. Hope it's yeah. not like trash, guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People just don't get it. But I hope everybody, you know, enjoy all the gems you were dropping. They know how to get in contact with you and everything. I just really appreciate you being on here today. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continues to boss up with purpose. Ain't none to it. Real one. Ain't none to it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Real one. Ain't none to it. Boss.